Hello and good evening. Welcome to Playroom Wednesday. Today I'm going to be talking on stewardship and accountability as um, a subtopic under sonship. Alright, this is our month of sonship, and we are dealing with very, very vital, you know, themes as regards sonship this season. And I want you to pay very close attention to today's teaching. It will bless you in a small way. Father, let these words become life and let it change lives. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Let it bring life to every dead aspect of people's lives and destinies. Let it rejuvenate. Let it reconstruct. Let it revitalize. Thank you, Abba Father. Everywhere the world went, the Bible says it brought healing and it brought deliverance. Let it be so for many persons tonight. Thank you, Father, because it's done. Jesus, my name. 1 Corinthians 10 and verse 26. 1 Corinthians 10 and verse 26. The Bible says, The earth is the Lord's and his fullness thereof, and they that dwell therein. Now, I want you to understand something very, very profound. Everything in the world, you came into the world to meet them, and you will leave the world without them. I'll say that again. For everything that is in the world, you came into the world to meet them and you will leave the world without them. Stewardship is the mentality of management of all that has been given to you, all that you have received, all that you have in the world. It is the debunking of the ownership mentality of all that you have. It is this it is the mentality of management and caretaker. It's a caretaker kind of mentality of everything that you, you seem to have acquired, everything that you seem to. I'll give you a very good example. If you want to buy a property, you if you can trace the source of that property, you know, you are going to have to ask questions. You hear, okay, if you ask some, the person, the person that you bought it from, the person will say, oh, I bought it from so and so person. You ask the person who say, I bought it from so and so person. You will keep asking until you get to a man that tells you, I met it here. Because the earth is the Lord's and its fullness zero. No matter what you get and acquire, they are not truly yours. And your understanding or your having of such mentalities will help you to serve God better. Sonship, you know, when the Bible says to Jesus, uh, says about Jesus, says, This is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. Sonship, one of the characteristics of sonship is the ability of sons to take care of the properties of their father. So, one of the characteristics, one of the major things that make a son a son. Is his ability to be a steward is the ability to take care of whatever the father has given to him not necessarily own but to take care of it to be responsible for it every true son at one point of his life was a steward David had to be given um, responsibility to take care of the ships of his father right for a long time Joseph had the responsibility of taking care of the property of his slave master 
You know, Jesus, even while he was on earth, had the responsibility of taking care of the carpentry business of his fa- of his physical biological father, Joseph. If you check Bible history, there was never a son who was not a steward. Jacob had the responsibility of being a farmer and taking care of livestock. When he even served Laban, he had the responsibility of taking care of the livestock of Laban and God prospered him more than he would Laban. But he had the responsibility of being a steward. So stewardship is something that is very it's is you cannot disassociate you cannot easily disassociate from sonship it's one of the major characteristics of true sonship if you are a son of god then you must have the mentality of a steward the 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 reason why many people are not functioning in their in their in their in their sonship in the call of their sonship or in the the, the calling of sonship is because they have the mentality of ownership of everything. They don't want to be accountable to anybody. One of the things that stewards is required of stewardship or stewards is accountability. But many people do not want to be accountable to anybody. When you when God begins to bless you, the question is, that blessing will you do what you want with it, or will you do what He wants with it? God is in search for a man whose heart is perfect towards him. God is in search for a man whose interest is his interest. God is in search for a man who will do the bidding of his kingdom and not a man that wants to do what he pleases and how he, what he wants. But what he, a man who will do what God wants. That's what God is looking for. And God is in search of such a person. The question is, will he find you? Will he find a son in you? See, the Bible says in the book of Isaiah chapter 6, Isaiah 6 and verse 19, it says, Unto us a child is born, and unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulders. Listen, a child can be born. A child, a child, when a child is born, a child is born without any responsibility. But when that child grows to become a son, that child must become a gift, or must be, that son must be given for the interest of society. If you give birth to a child, that child is free from responsibility, but, but you, you, if you train that child, after training that child, you must be able to give that child as a gift to society. That child must become a gift to society. If not, you don't have a son. That child is not a son. He's just a child. The same thing applies. So this is one of the reasons why people rejoice when children are giving birth because they begin to see or envisage the future of that child that this child although he's a child now is going to become a gift to this family it's going to become a gift to this community it's going to grow up to become begin to handle responsibilities all right and this is whether he likes it or not this is whether he wants it or not people rejoice over children because they see them taking and handling responsibilities in the future representing their parents well handling their parents businesses the same thing happened when god gave us jesus he gave us jesus as a child but he 
also gave us Jesus as a gift. Unto us a son is given. And guess what? It was it was initially not his will or Jesus' will for him to just die. It was not what he wanted. Jesus, Jesus didn't, didn't die because he wanted to die. He died because it was the will of the Father. So sonship without stewardship is child is childishness. You never truly have a son until that son becomes a steward, until that son loses control of what he wants and, and how he wants it and is more interested in what you want. A child can do what he wants and how he wants it, but a son is and must be a steward. This is one of the reasons why many people have not yet attained spiritual maturity because they are still wallowing, you know, within the circumference of childhood, spiritual childhood and immaturity, and they just want to do all that is theirs, all that they want, all that they like. I'm going to read some scriptures to you. See, the Bible says in the book of Haggai chapter 2, and that's it. Uh, the Bible says, the silver and the gold are mine, the cattle and thousand hills are mine as well. God is talking. He says, even the money, the money you have, the livestock you have, the cars you have, cattle for now, like even represent cars and all of those, all those material possessions that you have, they are not yours. They are mine. Hmm. They are mine. And if you have this mentality, this is not a, this is not a fluke. This is not a mirage. This is, this is the reality. Everything you have, you met them here. There is somewhere you came from. You are going to go back there. And the person you are going to meet is the person that owns all of these things that you meet here. And you are going to have to tell him how you used what he's his. See, when I give you, when I give you, when I give you my phone or I give you my car to use, and something happens to you, you're going to have to come and explain to me. You're going to return my car to me and explain to me what you did with my car and what happened. Because it's mine. That money you think you have, that thing you think you have, even the beauty you think you have, you better start getting off the the uh, the excitement of your physical possession and material possession and begin to find out what God will have you do with all he has given to you. This is what makes you truly a son of God. This is what makes you truly a mature believer and this is what will help you have a good testimony on the day of accountability. Find out what the Father who has put those things in your hands would have you do. Some people do, some people, what I've just mentioned a couple of things that people, you know, do not own. I've talked about land, the, the, the land, land, landed property. I've talked about material possessions. And then I'm going to be talking about uh, your body. You know, the Bible says in the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 16 and verse, chapter 6 and verse 16, it says, Flee from fornication, for everything you commit outside the body, but the sin of is a sin against the body. The Bible also says that glorify the Lord in your body, which are His. It says, Your body is the Lord's. Your body is the devil of the Holy Spirit. Do you understand this? So, even your body, you can't do what you want. When you, when, when, when you, when you don't own all that is given to you or all that you have, you can't do all that you want with all that you have because it's not yours. Your body is not yours. Nobody wants to be accountable with how much sex he or she has, how many persons he sleeps with. Nobody wants to answer that if he, he, he commits abortion. Nobody wants to be accountable for such things as that. 
because they feel that they have ownership of their body but they do not or you do not have ownership of your body your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit your body is God's property and he would ask you what you did with it that's what the Bible says I'm not not telling you from my head I'm showing you what the scripture says your body is God's property and you must ask him what he would have you do with it if you would truly attain sonship you will truly attain maturity and, and I like to say this to you that you see this this stewardship is the consecration that makes children become sons stewardship is the consecration that makes sons become responsible stewardship is the consecration designed to make sons children become sons and sons become responsible consecrate there is no there is no cons, there is no true maturity without stewardship and understand that one of the blessings that come with sonship is that the Bible says the earnest expectations of all creations are with us the manifestations of the sons of God so a true son of God is one who has capacity and ability to manifest the diverse characteristics of God Oh, Ratke Kipa has this. The Bible says in Psalm chapter 80, 1 and verse 2, it says, Ye are gods and ye are children of the Most High. But ye die like men, men because ye know not that ye are gods. See, a son is a direct reflection of his father. But to get to this level of sonship, one of the prizes to pay. One of the prizes of consecration to pay is the prize of stewardship. One of the mentalities to have that launches you into this realm of sonship where you are a direct reflection of who your dad is, is the prize of stewardship. Take out the mentality of ownership that you usually would have. I'm going to read a very short story in, in, in the book of Luke chapter 12 and verse 20 to 21. It says, By God, But God said unto him, you know, a, a rich man was saying, oh, I'm, I'm rich now. I'm going to build another band. I'm going to pull down this band. I'm going to, oh, I'm going to be so rich. I'm going to, I'm rich already. I'm going to have, I'm going to enjoy my life. I'm going to enjoy my, my, my body. I'm going to enjoy my money. I'm going to enjoy my cars. And God said to him, says, thou fool, this night thy soul shall be required of thee. Then whose shall these things be? You see, which thou has provided. So is so is he that layeth up treasures for himself and is not rich towards God. So a person who is laying up treasures for himself in, in, on the earth and is not does not have the mentality of stewardship towards God, does not care about the will of God, does not care about the intentions of God or purpose of God for his life. The Bible says he's laying up treasures for himself. He's, he's like a fool. The Bible says he's like a fool. At any moment, at any time, he will be called to give accountability for his life. Did you see this? That everything, oh, that everything you've worked all your all your head for, all the certificates you've gathered, all the money, all the cars, all the lands you've gathered, one day it will become useless. You'll be once you do not find out the will of the true owner. Of those things you've gathered, one day, all of those things 
will become useless to you and you become like a fool whose soul will give accounts. What shall it profit a man, the Bible says, to gain the whole world and lose his soul? You are prospering in your physical, you're prospering in your finances, and on your soul is not in the tension of the your of his of its creator. Your soul is has strayed away from God's purpose for your existence. Your soul is totally away. You, you, you are doing what you like. You have not done what your owner likes. Oh, the moment we come to a place where we are no longer owners of what we have, even financially, you know, I got into a level of consecration with God where I had to, even, I have, I have to commit myself to giving um, beyond 10% of all of my incomes. And I began to do this and as I began to do this, I began to see that everything I have was literally, literally not my own, and therefore it was it was no longer my power to sustain. Even though it is in my care, but it is not mine. And if it is not mine, it is not me or my ability or not my power for it to be sustained. It's not in my power to be sustained. Many people, many, many people, the reason why they lose things is because they think that it is in their power to sustain it. Your business can come when you begin to think it is you that own it or it is in your power to sustain that business. But when you recognize the true ownership of your business, true ownership of your ministry, true ownership of your life, the true owner takes responsibility for the sustenance of all that concerns you. Stewardship is part of the consecration of sonship. It is a vital part of the consecration of sonship. You are not yet a son until you have become a steward. 